1: Hello. Good morning, James. Good morning. How are you? Can you hear? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? I am doing very well. Yay! Awesome. So, tell me what what is
0: going so well.
1: Mornings are good in general, right?
0: Yeah, I have a good time in the mornings. Was up at uh, five. Um, I had to wait till six till Starbucks opened which was annoying but uh went for a couple mile walk down by the water beautiful sunny morning read another chapter of this book I'm uh I'm re- <clears throat> reading a book called The Untethered Soul
1: Oh yeah it's
0: about uh spirituality and enlightenment and letting you know letting go of um basically the facade that you put out there and so every <clears throat> morning I try to read a chapter of that and did my journaling, cleaned up the apartment, uh, just went and washed the car, just, you know, now I'm heading to work. So
1: life's good. So you're at work already?
0: I am not. I'm uh, actually in my car. I figured I'd take the call from the car. Okay. Now, are you going to be
1: driving? Are we going to be able to do some tapping? That's going to be the... No,
0: I'll, I'll be parked in five minutes, not even.
1: Okay, great. So... Today I wanted to. It seems like you're doing so great, and I was just like, you know, thinking as, as I was looking at um, what, what you know, you know when we discussed of the biggest wounds that you have, um, and i was thinking you have come such a huge long way compared to where you were at. And the first thing is that even though you've always gave yourself, you know, you took care, good care of yourself, there was there was always these side of you that was slightly could, could go into a self-destructive place where I think that, that that part of you is less and less present is that true yes yeah so I when when you get to um, to a part what I was when I was thinking and I would just run, like to run this by you it's always the most important to start at the beginning and what is the most there was the most impactful and what you shared about, like, being a three-year-old by yourself and feeling like, you know, you just had to keep to yourself, be out of the way, not make too much, not ask or demand too much, and whatever you really needed was just not okay somehow. Because in a way, I feel like that is the core issue that translated into that chill movie, a place where you can go in terms of like you're gonna you know you're gonna end up alone because that's what you grew up used to even though it's not what you really want or what you really in your heart know that you deserve Yep, I'm
0: great right with
1: you so tell me what do you believe? Reading the book. By the way, did you receive the the um, Hendricks book or not yet?
0: Yes, I got them. I have not started them. I wanted to finish this one. I've been. I'm almost done with this one. I've been reading, so I just wanted to finish it first.
1: Of course, yeah. And the the piece that I absolutely love about the book that you're reading is that is the one key thing that you said is letting go of the facade, letting go of the wall. And you have taken on a role of being who your family would accept so you could belong. And you have struggled with that, and I feel like uh, most of your life you did the best that you could. And then when you, you know, you hit high school and more more than anything college and the whole drinking thing took place is like it was a part of you that probably said, fuck it. You know, I'm just, I'm just going you know. to, and I'm curious if that was also somewhat, uh, you know, a form of rebelliousness that wasn't like, somewhat accepted.
0: Um, I don't know. Um, I think it was, um, I mean, it was the first time I was alone without, um, you know, the quote-unquote responsibility of being the person they wanted me to be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, I had a little bit of freedom in high school, but not a lot, you know, you know, Friday, Saturday night for a handful of hours. But during the week and, you know, on Sundays, I wasn't allowed to go out, um, you know, so that that wasn't, you know, so I had, a, you know, whatever, six hours a week of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And, um You know, so that's not a a lot of time, you know, to figure out who you are. I think I was largely incapable of, um, you know, another thing I was taught was that, you know, um, like I was always kind of into the, idea of understanding who i was but that wasn't a thing anybody wanted to talk about in my family hmm. so i i don't think i had the the tools um to, you know what i mean available yeah. to, um to, to you know think it through and identify behaviors and understand the ability to modify those behaviors and you know the whole list you know so i you know, I just I think it was part of partially, yeah, you know, screw you, um you know uh, you know, I'm an adult now or whatever and I'm gonna do my thing and part of it was the people I hung out with and I think we were all scared kids and didn't know how to deal with it and and part of it was you know, a lack of tools and um you know, part of it was it was the first time I was able to do it, you know. So it was a lot of different things I think.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you know, that's what was available, and it was like, okay, everybody, that was a way of belonging in a way, right? Absolutely.
0: It was. You. Uh, there was unilateral acceptance. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. All
0: right. I. I am parked. Awesome. Okay.
1: So what I what I would recommend this is what I what I think we should do. I want to visit that little boy because he is the one that got to the conclusions that are still within within you today. He's the one that actually has more of a clue of who he is, even though he he was met with this wall that said, well, you know, who you are, you may have. He was a normal child. He just wanted, you know, connection. He wanted to play. And that's what any normal child wants. And I have to tell you that little kids want three things. To be protected because they they need it, you know, from all kinds of potential damage. To be accepted and loved for who they are. And that's where, you know, that was not met at all. So he reached the conclusion that if he was going to be, he had a choice. He either, he needed to survive, and in order to survive, he had to belong to his family. Uh, so he had to take on a role and do as much as possible what they expected him or be ex- who they expected him to be, and he took on a certain role and a facade. Uh, and then it came a point that he, he got, you know, as Later later in your life you, you I don't feel like you ever lost touch with who you wear but you use different tools to cover it up depending on where you wear and it comes it has come a point in your life where you with that and you have been done with it for a while
0: I, I think I'm um, I am done with it I also think I'm I've you know, I've read enough. I've researched enough. I've, you know, learned enough. I've, you know, frankly, been through enough pain that I just think I'm. Where um, I'm accepting. Of the fact that it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in a, in a weird way, the. Um, you know, the. The talk track that I proactively work myself through is, you know, I've earned this place I'm at in my life. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, I deserve somebody that, you know, isn't going to be emotional, over, emotionally overwhelming, isn't going to be, um, you know, so stuck in her past that she can't move on. Like, I, those aren't my problems. Those are other people's problems. And I've done the work to get to a really 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 good place and and I'm okay with who I am and what I've done. And you know, that's a hard you know, in in a weird way that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do is just yeah. to be able to say I'm good. Like you know, it um you know, and, and whatever happens, you know, God is off and Wherever it takes me, it takes me.
1: Wow, you have come such a long way, Mister. This is really powerful. I really love hearing you say that. So it's is it is it okay for you to be who you are? That here is very very clear, right? Say that again. I'm sorry that I hear very clearly that it is not only okay to be who you are, but that you deserve to be with someone that appreciates who you are and doesn't want you to be someone else.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I made a, I made a, my journaling this morning because I um, was, I just made a list of, you know, kind of where I'm at in life. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with my kids, with my parents, with my brother. Like, my brother and I we planned this. Um, I'm selling a whole bunch of furniture to my nephew because he's got an outfit and apartment at Duke. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I gave him an insane deal. My brother's like, you're so generous. I'm like, listen, he'll pay it forward. I'm not worried about that. And then he's like, well, let's road trip down to because he goes to Duke and Alex is going to North Carolina. Let's road trip down there together. So we're wow. making made this whole concocted plan where we're renting uh u-haul driving it to raleigh we're going to stay at this washington duke inn we're going to play golf on the monday we're going to furnish jack's apartment for him with all the crap i gave him my son and jack are going to come down with us and then i'm going to stay there for the week and move alex in and it's like like i can't even fathom how far away from that place i was a decade ago or five years ago like, I wouldn't have even been open to the conversation. I would have just shut it down. Nope, I got it, you know. And it, it's just, there's so many things like th- that. I went to a wedding last weekend with Mouth, who's one of my best friends from college. Another really good friend, uh, Jenny Helrigo was there. She's like, did you break up with your girlfriend? I'm like, yeah, a couple months ago. She goes, I've been waiting for that. I want to set you up with my sister. I'm like, Wait. <laughs> She goes, yep, she just got out of a really long relationship. You know, she's eight years younger than me, but, you know, you and I always had a thing. You know, we always really connected. I think you can have the same thing with her. She's really – and I'm like, holy shit, like I'm going to see Deb in Boston in, in a, two weeks, and we're going to have lunch together. Like I'm so open to all of these things happening to me. It's just – it's so dramatically positive, I, and I don't know how to – how different that is than the way I lived every day. You know what I mean? I lived every day chasing ghosts and shadows and, you know, negativity and, um, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it.
1: Well, I, I can explain it. I really can you, you have been doing a lot of work and the biggest thing that you have worked on and my, this is my sense, you have let go of humongous like wall of protection because you you were keeping all of these people that are now in your life that i mean you were angry with your brother you were angry with your parents you were like resentful uh there was there was so much else going on do you remember that
0: yeah
1: just huge really really huge so things have just dramatically, dramatically changed. So I want, I want to double-check with this little boy. Is there, is there any place, well, actually, before we do that, before we just, you know, go and check with him, how, you know, the, that chill movie that you talked to me about last week, where is that at? Is there any part of you that still even believes that that's your future, or is that just in the past?
0: I don't, I don't um i don't actively think about it i uh still feel very alone um you know because i spend so you know much time alone you know but i um you know i uh, so that part's hard uh yeah. you know but i'm working on putting myself out there in different ways you know the country club and you know other things i you know Um, inviting people to play golf with me like I'm this weekend my college reunion so there's people coming to town and you know so these are people I haven't seen in a long time and have plans to go on a hike with a couple of them and you know just so I'm trying really hard to put myself out there and connect where I can Mm -hmm. um you know but I'm still lonely and afraid of being alone you know um but I try to turn it into you know, this is just where I'm at right now. Like, it doesn't mean anything, and it's, you know, probably healthy for me to go through the process of releasing the guilt, you know, of the Jennifer stuff and, you know, just getting purged. You know what I mean? And, you know, so do that for a few months, and then if, you know, if you need to do something different, you know, online dating or something else, you can do that, but, like, it's okay, right? Just, it is just where you are right now. But, it, you know, there are times you know, where I alternatively feel very lonely or scared I'm going to be alone or guilty about what I did with Jennifer, you know, and, um, you know, but those are the, you know, but they're not overwhelmingly negative. They're just, you know, kind of flash in, flash out type of thoughts.
1: Okay. Okay. So there's still that part of, like, you know that you can be okay and yet, this is not this is not the way that you want to be. So you can at times you can feel really bad for feeling lonely and being alone. This is not your ideal state. Yeah, I mean, I yeah,
0: I mean, I I look at you know, Mouth and Michelle, right? And um, you know, they have six kids, three adopted, three of their own. Their kids now have kids. Um, Uh, or are pregnant, or, you know, one of them just got married, you know, so they had an immediate, and their parents are still around, you know, so they had an immediate family of 25 people around them for this wedding, right, plus, you know, some friends from college and friends from work and those kind of things. Like, I don't have that, you know what I mean? And I I worry that I'm not ever going to have it, you know, because of, you know, my ex and and those things scare me, you know, and, um, you know, now I have other things that are powerful and, you know, that I've done. And, um, you know, so I got to take advantage of those, but I'm, I am worried about it. And, um, you know, I hope to God it doesn't happen, but that's not a reason to stay with Jennifer. And it's not a reason to sacrifice the things I want out of my life or to be more accommodating than somebody is going to be to me.
1: Right. Yeah, that that I completely completely agree. So, so the piece that we need to address, and this is the the work that we're gonna do today, is almost to change the chip on that little boy. Because right now you have dumb. Yes. What What did you say? I couldn't hear you. I just said okay. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> because right now, that young boy has been left, you know, who he is. This is, this is. this is exactly the same situation. You're clear on who you are. You're clear on what you deserve. And yet, currently in your life, it's not happening. It's, you know, you, there's a lot going on. You, there's a lot of pieces moving. And, and you're, you know, you're actually, you are part of a family. You have your parents. You have your brother. You have your children, your nieces, and ne- I mean, your nephew. I don't know if you have nieces, too. Uh, you mentioned your, your nephew. You have friends. You have, you're developing. You have a very satisfying job. You know, what you do for work is something that is very satisfying. And so you do have a lot, but there is a closeness of a partner and a, and a very tight family that is something that I think it's missing and that you will really like. Is that right? Yes. I think it's really,
0: it is the partner, it is the, I, um, I want somebody that, um, is going to be my soulmate for the next 40 years, you know what I mean? And, um, and to build whatever we choose to build together, um, you know, around that core family that you just, um, uh, mentioned. You know what I mean? And
1: yeah,
0: I don't have I don't have that, and I have no. Um, I have no. Um, that that little kid is still st- scared. He's going to end up alone in the backyard playing with the kickball, right? So. Yeah.
1: So before we actually go and visit him, I want to find out if you can, in just in your wildest imagination, just for a moment, I'm going to invite you to just feel your feet on the ground, and you're in a safe place so you can close your eyes. Yep. Cool. So close your eyes and take a deep breath. And I want you to imagine. You can imagine, sense it, fantasize. It doesn't matter. Just I want you to imagine being with that partner, being with that soulmate, connecting not just with your children, but maybe her children or you know, her family, feeling, feeling a core connection of really a loving, very intimate, emotionally, spiritually, physical intimacy with this person for whom you are number one. And from there, the ripple effects of the community, the extended family, what you create together, just take a moment to just imagine that. I'm going to be quiet. I want you to just really play it out, both in terms of a visual thing and also just, you know, just make it rich, even if you're just completely making it up. And allow yourself to feel what it would be like to be in these life. you tell me when
0: you're ready because you have really taken these? I can see places. it's hard for me um to I guess what I would say do the feelings uh the mm. you know what i mean the um like, it, in a weird way, I feel like I manufacture the feelings because I, there might be some blockage there, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. And that's exactly what I wanted to see because, see, this is where I'm going with these. So start tapping with me in the karate chop line. Actually, I'm not going to talk. I'm just – we're going to tap together. Deep breath, karate chop, and I'll tell you when we're switching. Repeat after me and feel free to interrupt me. Whatever I say doesn't work. Even though it's hard for me to feel it.
0: Even though it's hard for me to feel it.
1: Because I have nothing to base it on.
0: Because I have nothing to base it on.
1: I have never felt what I really want.
0: I've never felt what I really want.
1: I've seen it in other people
0: seen it in other people, and but I don't know what it feels like.
1: Right. I don't know what it feels like. And yet, I would really want to have that. And
0: yet, I really want to have that.
1: Because I imagine I would feel connected and loved. Because I
0: imagine I would feel Connected and loved
1: significant
0: significant
1: being truly appreciated for who I am
0: appreciated, empowered, safe
1: how would you say, what else would you imagine is the absolute core? Is it feeling accepted, as loved, or is there something else?
0: Not protected. Maybe. Validated.
1: So somehow you will feel like you belong to someone, and that person, that connection is protecting you and... You okay, Jen? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You're protected and validated, and you're now just out in the open. I, I mean, it's interesting
0: you said that I would belong belong to someone. Um, I don't know that I would have come up with that language.
1: And how does that resonate or not? How does that feel? let up to the point uh, weird. you tell me. Weird. Can you tell me more?
0: Um, uh, that doesn't feel safe to belong to someone.
1: Okay. Does it feel that you're at their mercy in a way?
0: Uh, it feels like, yes, yeah, yes, and that they could take advantage of me or um, let me down, leave me alone again. Um,
1: so the the connection that you seek is to actually feel protected and validated.
0: I mean, safe and, you know, happy and, you know, enlightened and, you know, light and, you know, and connected and, you know, all those things as well. But the words that were resonating, you know, once you said all those other words were safe and protected and validated. Yeah. Nurtured. Nurtured. Yeah.
1: What kind of person do you – so this is – okay, now I want you to close your eyes and just see that little boy because that's what he's looking for. That's exactly it, feeling protected, feeling validated, feeling safe and nurtured. Can you see him maybe sitting in his bed or out in the yard playing by himself? Can you see him? Sure. Can you connect with him and just say, hey, hey buddy, I'm here. How does he look, Jim? What's that? How does he look? That three year old. Are
0: you smiling?
1: Does he feel safe? Does he feel protected?
0: Yeah, I'm sure at some level he does.
1: Yes, there's a part of him that he feels he's more, say that again, say it please.
0: Uh, It's it's funny, the words that were going through my mind were he should feel protected, Um, Mm -hmm. which probably means he doesn't, right?
1: Exactly, so that's, that's why I wanted to just, you can observe him for a moment and see, He's a tiny, I mean, a 3 year old is very tiny. attention are you can you connect with him or are you getting a little distracted just give me post uh, I
0: just that always makes me uncomfortable. Um you see him Uh to, it's just the to, to like I mean I um Sometimes I, you know, I'll, when I'm feeling agitated, say, I got you, buddy, or something like that, but, um, I don't know, I just don't, it's a weird thing for me.
1: Because it's, so it's it's like, you you don't want to feel what he's feeling. This is not, this is a very, a very vulnerable place to go. Probably. So let me let me share something with you, and you can do this in whichever way you want to do it. You can imagine it. You can just have a sense, whatever it is. But the part that we're access, trying to access—that it doesn't—that it doesn't feel safe, actually. And I'm guessing that that's what's coming out is the part of you that has those fears. The the key here is that he's the one that part of you is the one that is really scared that he's gonna end up with. and what I really want what I'm, what I'm interested in inviting you to do is to give him what he didn't have. show him what's possible if he starts feeling that's possible just gonna open a whole new, whole new perspective and a way of being. But so there's a part of you that doesn't feel safe or protected enough to be able to connect in a, in a vulnerable, open place. And you're put, as you're putting yourself out there, my desire for you is that you do so from a place of strength and vulnerability. Because one thing that may mean, you know, may seem like a total oxymoron, is this: there's a humongous strength in vulnerability. When you can be open to connect with people in a very authentic way. Like, my sense is that you have transformed your relationship with your brother. I would say you did a 180. A couple of years ago, you did not like your brother, his values, you didn't approve of him, you were judgmental of him. And that led to pushing him away. And now you're having an incredible outing with him. Or so there's something that has opened up in you that is allowing you to be less judgmental of others because you're less judgmental of yourself and you're showing up more of who you are and wanting to connect from that place. Obviously, he's seeing it. So the key here is you don't have to be the protector of that of that boy. I want you to find someone. It could be his ideal mom. It could be friends. It could be an aunt or an uncle, or just a made-up person that he starts feeling. Yeah, like I was just happened. going
0: through a list in my mind. I was going through a list in my mind of, you know, just like, Uncle Mouth would protect you, right? Um, Mikey, Gregor, John, the kids, Nick and Alex. Like, there's a lot of people that would protect you. And have protected you.
1: Exactly. And that are really wanting to be with him. These are people that really want to be with him. Is that right? Yeah. and you get a like a glimpse of how he feels about all the list of people that you've shown him? You can even show him that, that all those people, Nick and Alex, and your uncle and brother. they
0: you're
1: still tapping with me. Yeah. What's
0: going on? Uh, they are all in a circle around him, um, telling him they got his back.
1: Mm. How would you say he feels? Is he taking it in? Is he a or- little... Curious or distrustful?
0: A little hesitant, but um, Uncle Mouth is very persuasive.
1: Is he your dad's brother or mom?
0: No, it's my buddy from college.
1: Oh, I see.
0: It's um it's interesting is um as I'm going through that and I was envisioning you know him as a little kid, what's coming up in my mind is these people have been trying to protect me for the last five to ten years, and I wasn't listening Mhm, yeah, I wasn't trusting.
1: Because even though these people love you very much, there was something that they were not giving, which is a primary connection. So they, my guess is that they were. What you're referring to is that your relationship. They were all telling you how your relationship with Jennifer was not nurturing or loving. Yeah. Was supportive, right. But see, yeah, in their was, language. They would say it
0: was. They They would. In their language, they would say it was fucked up. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do I get him to let it go? What would
1: you like open? him to? Hmm. Yeah. Tell, tell me again, please.
0: It, it'll In a weird weird way, um, I think there there have always been people, including my parents, that have tried to engage and um, protect him and and the fear um, uh, made it very difficult to listen. So, how do you get past that and get people to get him to be more open and trusting of people?
1: This is such an important question. Let's find out what is his fear? Being hurt? Being betrayed or alone?
0: Nope. I think it was, I was programmed to have to do my own thing, so I'm doing my own thing.
1: He said, the fear made, made it listen made it difficult to listen, to allow others to protect you and be there for you. But it was the fear of letting them in or trusting.
0: Trustings by the right word.
1: Trusting is
0: it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So there is a key piece here. Trusting is huge, really, really big, and is one of those things that needs to happen very, like a small step at a time. But you showing him the circle, he's going to have to slowly let it in. You know, like, so Uncle Miles isn't, is you know, persuasive, and yet it's like, well, show me. You know, because it's not a, he, he's not going to buy it for just a moment of the circle being around. And that's why I want you to keep on visiting him and, and have him be surrounded with these people. There's something that he is wanting to lean on. He wants to lean on you and this circle of people. He wants to feel that like he can that, there, that someone and I, that one person or people are going to be there. And they're really going to be there. But he's not going to end up alone. So that his, his original wound is that. And the way that we do that is by, it's just, it's almost creating the habit. Creating the habit of being with him so he gets a sense of what it's like. That's why, you know, part of your morning ritual, I would love for you to just close your eyes for a moment and show him that circle and say, okay, buddy, here we are. I am with you, all these people are with you. And even though we don't have a primary person yet, right, we could bring, interestingly enough, other than Alec, was there any other woman in the circle? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. So what he really wants is a mother. And I know that how well, protective, validating, safe, and nurturing would you say is your mother? You had to rate um, Somewhat. Her. Somewhat? Sounds like a three on a scale from zero to ten. Um, yeah, she's pretty
0: distant. I mean, yes. Now there's what i would say is she's pretty distant but she um can be very productive protective if things go you know horribly wrong right like if it um if the stakes are high she can be you know pretty protective but i think she spends a lot of time protecting herself
1: So for now, and that that makes so much sense, because see this little boy, what he's looking for as the adult that you are today is a woman, It's a soulmate, is a partner with whom he can feel safe, protected, validated, and nurtured. And he has no idea what that feels like from a woman,
0: unless
1: he's you know, in a, in a situation of life or death, unless it's really, okay, you know. Which, interestingly enough, that's how it played out with Jennifer. When you were in the pit and things were really bad, then she was there for you. But that pattern is no longer viable. It's no longer satisfactory for you. You don't want to be in the pit, so you feel, you know. Yeah, The situation. only the only times were
0: when she was... The only times were when she was desperate and felt me getting stronger, um, mm-hmm. right? Like, so that, and she would promise anything in the world um, at those points. Or when I was in, you know, in a shithole, um, she would go up, you know, and, yeah. but then it would always change. Like in day to day, that was never the, the way it worked.
1: Yes. Exactly. And that's not that's not what, we, what you want. You're done with that pattern.
0: I can't survive it. I mean, no. it's
1: not, it's, no, not a, it's,
0: it's, it's not a choice. It's just my emotional makeup can't survive that world, honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to make up and this is 100% Imagination. In an ideal world, I want you to just make up a mother figure, a woman figure for this little boy for now. And it could be from a movie you've seen, it could be someone in your life that is a model that becomes his mother for now. That is protective in very small things. You know, how was school? Is everything okay? Tell me Tell me about your day. Are you, are you having good friends? Do you need me to talk to your brother and his friends about you being smaller and needing, you know, needing to play in a different way? Really, really protective, extremely validating of your feelings, emotionally available, and nurturing you have anybody that you can even imagine that would be like that yeah actually you know what it's going to be wonderful you're, you said you're, you're seeing Deb in a couple of weeks yeah it's going to be really cool for you to observe her you just take a moment and observe her um, I don't know if, see, I'm, I'm. hopefully you're going to share a little bit of time with Karen Sierrja or is it just the two of you? Uh,
0: I don't know. We haven't finalized exactly the plan.
1: Okay. But if at some point, you know, you have a chance to occur her with Saoirse, you'll see what I mean. You know, attentive, protective, nurturing, loving mother, extremely validating of the, her experience, her feelings. It's um... a
0: uh so i was texting her the other night trying to coordinate you know dates for she's bought a place in northampton and she's moving and i'm like listen if you want help you know i can you know try to help because i you know she isn't i know she doesn't have a lot of that um or at least i assume she doesn't have a ton of that around her and so we were coordinating that and she's like and i was just you know kind of actively trying to make something happen with her and she's like are you okay I'm like, yeah, I'm freaking fantastic. But it, it was already she was like I saw the protective nature of her um even in that little exchange.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that's exactly what I wanted you to invite in. And I totally understand that there might be a part of you that wants want to like, well, wait a minute, you know, okay, yeah, I know that, you know, you're, you're curious and that doesn't mean that I'm going to let you in and tell you everything. because right? There, there may be a sense of like, feeling not feeling too exposed. But I have to tell you, from, from what I know of you, and I'm never going to claim that I know you, but from what I know of you, You are most concerned about... You know more about me
0: than I think anybody else. (laughs) Laura, I think you know more about me than anybody else in the
1: world. So if you don't know it, I don't know that it's there to be known. (laughs) (laughs) We're a bit of at a loss. So the part that I want to share with you, and I'm so happy that this is recorded, because you need to listen to this session again, please, is that you are scared of being in that vulnerable place of... Feeling yourself there being there because the trust issues come up and I have to tell you that is your most wonderful place that, that becoming very slowly I'm not I'm never no, I'm not going to push you to go there because it's not easy I know that but very slowly like dipping your toes in that vulnerability and being in that space more and more, I'm gonna really, I'm gonna bet because I've done it. Is the key to your happiness. Is the key to finding that soulmate that you want. It's the key. To I mean, it's feeling, funny. I mean,
0: um, Yeah. Um. I I believe you. Um you know, I um you know, so I reached out to Deb, obviously. I you know, then I um but I already I get nervous about even reaching out. You know what I mean? Like I um well will she see me as pathetic. Like she probably has a boyfriend. She you know what I mean? Like like the anxiety's already there because I'm not even trusting myself that I'm worthy or you know what I mean it's just such a strange
1: place for me yeah I completely understand because she in a way like you told me you know a while back she feels like too much like you don't deserve someone like her in a way so this is this is really wonderful this is really great And so so let's work. I'm, I'm really hoping that we can meet at least a couple of times before you meet with her to see, to just come, come into contact with that, that level of protection and fear that you put around yourself. All of those beliefs, all of those emotions, all of that that is coming up. Because we can literally tap those away, we can just honor them validate them, understand where they come from and soothe them. We can we can really soothe them. We can say, you know, it's okay. From what you know, what I know of Deb is that she treasures authenticity. She is also someone that is very strong and very vulnerable. And she has been taking those those steps of Learning the the strength and vulnerability, and not being perfect or presenting herself, you know, like we all have. That that is a, I feel like that is a kicker. As human beings, that we really want to be happy and in a better place is to push against that space that is like afraid of show yourself as less than perfect, less than all together and all figured out. Human. Yeah. Right.
0: Did I, did I ever tell you about the early part of my interactions with her?
1: No, not much at all, actually.
0: Um. So we, we were going through some work stuff and, uh, got very um i'm I'm gonna have to laugh with her about this but she got very um she wanted to give me to another person Hmm. and uh (laughs) and i said uh why do i make you nervous why are you nervous and um uh she kind of paused and you know stiff up her back and uh i don't know and uh and it broke through our relationship and we became like uber connected after that. Like it, the conversation was, you know, easy. And like, I shared a lot of stuff with her uh, and uh, you know, obviously, um, but anyway, it it was, um, it was fascinating.
1: Exactly. And I think that there's a lot here. So um, the piece that I want to, talk with you
0: about it. So you have tentative plans for like a couple of weeks from now? Yeah, the date is the 19th of June. Um, okay. And uh, I to- I have to be in Boston for a meeting on the 20th. So I said, listen, I'll come down on the 19th. You know, uh, it's going to be in, I guess, North Boston. But I- my guess is we'll go to lunch or afternoon coffee or something
1: like that. Okay. That's great. So, what would you like to do about us? This is our third session, and I want to know if you know. Shall we continue? when It's, uh, it's the
0: yeah. Bill Bill me again for another three, and can you have uh, Christine send the, both the invoices, so the last one of three, and then this one, because I can expense it against this account that I absolutely. have at work. So
1: um, absolutely, like a like a receipt or you know something formal, so you can just yeah yeah perfect. Yeah. I will I will do that. And um, I'll look forward to seeing you next week.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try for Thursday because I'm working from home, so that'll be convenient.
1: Wonderful. That would be great. That would be great. Okay. See you, Laura. Thank you. You're very welcome. Bye-bye.